Hello Joseph, thank you for favouriting my channel. I shall check out your content and um, yeah, speak soon. Hope you're good. Hey Joseph, this is Dominic with the Sponge Minds. Um, I think creating change in one's life uh, is super important, especially for self-improvement. I think one of the things that I've done in my life is just creating strategies, writing something down, writing my goal down, and then looking at it 30 days after the fact. You know, not a week, not two weeks, but really putting something down on paper and actually implementing it. Um, check our channel out tomorrow, man. Um, if you're interested, we talk about stuff like uh, conspiracies. Specifically, tomorrow we'll talk about the moon landing conspiracy. So it'll probably be fun. Check us out. I'll definitely be tuning into your channel as well to hear more content. Um, keep doing your thing, man. Thanks. Just let your soul glow. <laughs> I can't sing one for nothing, and I know it. But I was just walk I was just watching Coming to America. Y'all remember that soul glow joint off <laughs> Coming to America with Eddie Murphy on City Hall? Yo, that joint is hilarious, man. I still be laughing at that. Anyway, another episode of Drunk Thought Silver Tongue. And what I want to ask everybody today is, if you was married to a person for a long time, I'm talking 10, 15 years, 10, 15 plus, and they have a mishap, they, uh, not only do they cheat, but they come home with an STD. Now, it's not herpes or AIDS. It's curable. Nonetheless, it's still an STD and they still cheated. Is it forgivable or is it a deal breaker? Is it just one of those things where like, you know what, the time we put in didn't matter to you. So I can't, you know, go on as if it should matter to me as well. And I just got to break this out. Like for me, that's a deal breaker. I, I can't do that. But some people have a bigger art than others and some people are more forgiving. So again, the question is, if you are married for a long time, your significant other comes home with a curable STD, is that forgivable? Let's talk about it. Good afternoon, people. Welcome to another segment of Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Um... Would you rather be loved or respected? Now, I got to be honest. Me, personally, I got enough love in my life. So, at this point in my life, I'd rather be respected. But even if I didn't have a lot of love, I'd rather be respected because one thing about love is it can be empty. Like, no rhyme, no reason. Like, a, a person can literally not respect or like you, but say, I love you because you're my cousin. Or I love you because you're my brother. To me, that's such an empty, unlogical thing reason like it's, it's to me i want to say it's crazy but it's like so empty and illogical logical but illogical that it's just like nah i'd rather you respect me because of who i am as opposed to love me out of like obligation you know what i mean so personally i take respect over love but i want to know how y'all feel about it would you rather be loved or respected what's up joseph franklin it's your boy DJ Debo here at GV Hot 97 Uncut. Just want to say thanks, bro. Thanks for the favorite. Really appreciate it. Much love. Definitely going to show the same support. Okay, so I'm just going to go on the Super Bowl rant because I'm looking at the disrespect for the Philadelphia Eagles and I do not appreciate it. First of all, I think this is one of the top five Super Bowls to ever play, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the Patriots' offense took away the strength of the Eagles as a team, and the Eagles still won. 
The strength of the Eagles team is the defense. And not only did the Patriots score 33 points, they had over 500 yards in total offense. That is insane. You can't tell me Tom Brady will play the best Super Bowl game of his career and he'll lose. You can't tell me that Bill Belichick will be outcoached by a second-year coach in the Super Bowl. You can't tell me that Nick Foles will be out will be out uh, played by uh, well. You can't tell me that Nick Foles will outplay Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. If you would have told me before Sunday that that had happened even one time out of ten, I'd have told you you're out of your mind, and so would everybody else. You can't tell me that the Eagles give up 33 points to a Patriots team in the Super Bowl and they'll still win. You can't tell me these things. You can't tell me that the Eagles lose seven Pro Bowlers on top of all of that and still win the Super Bowl. That's what makes the Super Bowl so special. It's not just the fact that the Eagles finally got one. They got one at the most unexpected, unlikely time. How can you not respect that? Like as a football fan, even if you was a Giants or a Cowboys fan, as a football fan and as a person who goes through adversity possibly on an everyday basis, how can you not respect that? And this is why I'm going on a rant right now because, yeah, there's a lot to celebrate, but it's just I'm finding out that, like, uh, hate is just it's insane. Like. It's insane. Like even if you're a, if you're a, especially if you're a football fan, because if you're a football fan, you watch football not just to escape your reality, but it's sort of a symbol of of adversity on a weekly basis. Even if you even if you at work, I think sometimes people they might go to work. Could be, and I'm gonna tell you why it seems that way because football can change. Depending on how big of a fan you are, it affects your mood. When your favorite team wins, you're happy. When your favorite team loses, you're pissed off. Mind you, this is for my huge football fans now. This isn't for the fair weather fans. This is for the big fans. We know how we view football. So how can you not respect the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? How can you sit here and belittle it like, oh, well, that's just one? Yeah, it's one, but look at the fashion. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about the fact that they won. I'm talking about the fashion that they won. They didn't even win with their with all of their best players. They didn't even win with the best player, Carson Wentz. They won with a backup quarterback who, during the regular season, had three games to prepare for the postseason. Two out of three of those postseason, three two out of three of those regular season games, he did not play well. Came in in the postseason and played well all three consecutive games. All three. All three. And the only turnover he had was a bobble turnover by Alshon Jeffrey, a bobbled interception by Alshon Jeffrey, which I don't even blame Alshon Jeffrey because he played well. And he just, you know, sometimes you just try too hard to make a play. He kept his composure. He didn't get frustrated with Alshon. He, he continued to play. Matter of fact, he went right back to Alshon the next drive. He continued to trust his guys. He spread the ball around. He did way more than we expected him to do as a quarterback. He played out of his mind, outplayed Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and won. And that's, that's you got to respect as a football fan. I don't care who you are. You got to respect it. That's got to be top five Super Bowls of all time. I don't care who you are, whatever you're in, respect it. You ain't got to like it. Just respect it.
Oh, Joseph. This is Lady Mo. Nice topic. I like it. Okay. First of all, I'm going to just say this. I'm very forgiving. I am very forgiving. Uh, Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And I sin daily. So, I would definitely forgive my husband if he brought home an STD. Now, I didn't say that we weren't going down without a fight because I'm he going to get it. <laughs> he is going to get the business. Do you hear me? And you know, Lady Mo keeps it real. So, yeah, he going to get it and he going to wish he never did it. But honey, till death do us part. I'm not going nowhere, but I promise you you won't ever try that again. And that's my take. Hi, Lady Mo out. Hey, Joseph Franklin, thank you for the favorite on my station this is sean with 8-bit barstool uh trying to get around to everybody that has favorited my station i really appreciate it enjoy the content keep up the good work man hey joseph thanks for liking my podcast man i'm just now starting uh hopefully i can get some help on how to you know get my stuff going off but i would like to thank you for liking my podcast Thanks, bro. Y'all want to know what impresses me? First and foremost, I want to welcome you back to another segment of Drunk Fall Sober Tongue, but I want to get back on topic. What impresses me is how much we, we as a people, how much we think we know and how well we think we know ourselves until we realize we don't know much and we don't really know ourselves. Main reason I think that is because we as a people, we're constantly changing and we're constantly facing new obstacles that can bring something out of you that you never knew you had. Or we could be in different situations to which we think we know what what we would do. We think we got the answers until we're in that situation and we find out real fast, hey, this is different. I'm not as composed as I thought. I'm not as knowledgeable as I thought. And it amazes me how I'm not and I'm not even just talking about people who speak on situations that they haven't been through. I'm just talking about people who say they might look at something that's quote unquote frowned upon from a from a value standpoint, from that traditional value standpoint. And they say, oh, well, that's not me. But the funny thing about that is a lot of your actions say that that's exactly you and i don't want to i don't want to single anybody out just in general what you see on social media when we say because everybody said they want a relationship and this that and the third in that same token ask them to do something selfless and it's almost like they look at you like you got five heads oh i don't cook for my significant other i don't clean they should be able to do all that stuff they self everything is 50 50 and this that and the third in which to a degree i i can to a degree i can agree But the other thing is like, we know you don't need that other person, but you speak it as if you really don't want them, but you want them. Like, I don't need you. I just want you. Okay. So why the hell do you want me? Do you just want me to, just because I got an ear that I got two ears to hear you bitch or complain about your day or I can hear you gossip or what? Like, what are you, what do you just want me because you're tired of talking to yourself? Why exactly do you want me? You know what I mean? Like, and I just think that like 
a lot of people feel that way because they don't know themselves. I, I mean, granted, all right, maybe I have too many opinions. Maybe. But I just look at the whole situation and it's like, well, I don't need you for this. I don't need you for that. And Well, who the fuck wants to be with somebody that's constantly throwing that in someone else's face? Mind you, I'm not currently going through that right now, but I've been scrolling up and down my Instagram timeline or whatever you call it. And it's just like, wow, like you keep saying this fuck buddy system or whatever system is not for you. But your behavior is, is saying that's exactly what's for you. That's exactly what you want. Because as a companion, I'm not ashamed to say, you know what, I can cook, but I'd rather my woman cook. I'm not ashamed to say, you know what, I can do my own laundry. I can do whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'd rather there be gender roles. You know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say certain things that I would rather have a significant other, like, help me with to make my life a little easier. I'm not ashamed to say I'm ready to be selfless and I can make her life a little easier. That stuff don't bother me. But it seems like it bothers a lot of people because they have this disillusion that I'm 100% independent. No, you're not. Everybody needs somebody. So, I guess it's kind of a rant slash topic, but it's amazing. Like, it, to me, it's just amazing. Like, we really think we know a lot and we know ourselves and we really don't. We have no idea who we are. We have no idea our purpose. We have no we have no idea of how much we actually know. And honestly, the more we speak, the more we're starting to show that we know nothing at all. And I guess that's a good thing if you're ready to confront your own problems. But a lot of us aren't ready to confront our own problems. Damn, I, you know, Dennis. On a side note, this is definitely two whole rants that I went on today, and I had no intention on doing so. But yeah, here it is, man. It's just, <laughs> I just had to share that. It is so amazing, again, how much we think we know and how well we think we know ourselves, but we really don't know ourselves at all.